Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Wedding Community Podcast. My name is Travis Heberling. I am a photographer and videographer and business owner located in the Chicagoland area. And I just want to start off by saying thank you for taking a chance on this podcast and downloading it. I know there's a lot of places to get information, and I just appreciate you deciding to download mine. Um, they say uh, one of the most downloaded episodes is episode one. So this is a little nerve wracking to me since I have not hosted my own podcast. I have had the pleasure to be on podcasts, to speak in front of people, to speak on virtual events, but there's just something a little bit different about doing a podcast. So um, I just want to ask that you bear with me as I figure out the technical difficulties that come with doing a podcast, especially with incorporating video and audio and we will see what we can do here. So why am I doing this and what is the goal of this podcast? So I've been in the wedding industry for over 10 years now and I've been able to meet some amazing people, um, other photographers, other videographers, wedding planners, wedding venues, pretty much any kind of vendor you can think of in the wedding industry, I've been able to cross paths with them. What I wanted to do was to bring together not just my experience, but the experience of others I know, I think there's a wealth of knowledge that people have in this industry that could help all of us. So um, just because it's a DJ or a photographer, um, that DJ or photographer, they've been doing this long enough where they could help the florist or the cake maker or anything along those lines. So this podcast has three pillars, um, education, community, and storytelling. So we want this podcast to be informative. Um, we want you to get something out of it that helps grow your business. Um, just because, you know, say you're a florist and we have a photographer on the episode, there's a lot that we can learn from each other. And, and if anything, I, I think it's even more beneficial that we're hearing from other vendors. So we kind of get an outside perspective of what we're doing. You know, for myself, I, I think that I work pretty well, you know, with other wedding vendors, but maybe I'm totally wrong. You know, maybe a planner is looking for something specific when they want to, you know, recommend someone or a venue is maybe looking for something specific when they want to add a wedding vendor onto their preferred list. So um, my goal is for us to kind of share our knowledge with each other and to be able to help. But um, even more so in education, I, I plan to bring on non-wedding vendors. And so what I mean by that is, you know, I, I want to get financial advisors. I want to get people that can help with CRM. I want to get people that can help with social media, with SEO. All of those kind of things are so important for all of us. It's not just for the photographer or for the DJ. It's for all wedding vendors because at the end of the day, we're all business owners too. For me to learn from an SEO expert is going to be just as beneficial for me as it would be, you know, for the florist or the baker. During these connections, what we're going to be building, I hope, is community. And community is our middle name. If you think of us like an Oreo, you know, the community is that cream filling that you want to get to. I mean, the cookie is good, the education and the storytelling, but the middle is that community. And that community is what holds it all together and what makes us great. And so the community will come, you know, from the podcast and being able to hear from new people and have new people to follow. But more so, um, I really want to build up community online kind of through whatever is popular right now. You know, like right now, the thing is Facebook groups that might change. You know, you got things like Clubhouse coming up. And so we just want to be able to grow community where we can be helping each other. It's really cool to be in for me to be in groups with other photographers or videographers 
But what would be even better is to, you know, be able to take something like my website and to have a planner that I could go to in a community and be like, hey, what should I change? Like, what would appeal to brides? And so I really hope that by having this podcast, not only are we educating, but we're giving community and bringing community to our community, (laughs) to the wedding industry. And lastly, that is all built up by storytelling. So being a filmmaker, I love storytelling, of course. And really, I think every business owner should love storytelling because that's how you're going to sell to your couples. It doesn't work when you're, you know, that used carsman, sleazy kind of sales tactics. It's it's just not great. I mean, it, it, you might win over a few, but that's not how you build a great business. How you build a great business is, you know, just storytelling and educating and and just being there for the couple and being their guide. And so just from us kind of sharing our stories of how we've got to where we are, there's stories there. Um, but even even greater things than that, you know, there's certain things that some photographers maybe have had to struggle with that others don't or, you know, a DJ, something they've had to go through to get to where they are. And so um, I just want to bring the stories of our community together and to be able to share those with everyone in these one on one conversations that we have. I don't know who's going to be downloading this. Some people might already kind of know who I am. Some people might not. But if you do know, here's kind of a refresher. And if you don't know, um, this will be my quick uh, elevator pitch for you. So my name is Travis Heberling. I'm a film filmmaker and photographer located in the Chicagoland area. Um, growing up, I've always been into learning about, you know, the creative processes of different things like, you know, drawing and illustration and all kinds of forms of like traditional art. And um, I always loved it. I was never necessarily really great at it, um, but I did really enjoy it. And so when it was time to figure out where I want to go to college, I decided to go into an art school. It's kind of mixed feelings about that. We won't get too much into that. Um, but for the most part, it was it was good in a lot of ways, and it got me going on the right path. So I had studied special effects and motion graphics, and through that, um, I did pick up a little bit of filmmaking and photography, but I really wanted to do like 2D animation, and I was really into that. And so when I graduated, I kind of focused a little bit on filmmaking, but more so on the animation side of things. Uh, did that for a little while, um, had a little bit of trouble trying to get hired by somewhere. It was a lot of freelance work. So I just kind of kept freelancing and kept doing that. And what would happen is, you know, I would do a, a video for a business and I'd be doing an animation video for them. And, um, you know, it'd maybe be like a thousand bucks or something, which at the time seemed great. But when I really was adding up the hours and the, you know, hire a voiceover person and hire an illustrator and then for me to do all my animation work, I mean, these were sometimes like 60 hour projects. And so, um, not not as great as I as I maybe thought when I signed up for the thousand dollars. But what would happen with these businesses is they were super interested in having me create um, other content for them. So you know this would be um, like testimonials or coming in and interviewing like the owner of the business. And so, you know, the first time I was kind of asked, I was like, yeah, I could do that. You know, like I have a little bit of background. So I just started kind of investing in camera gear and lighting and audio. And I would I would do these shoots. And what I found is they were kind of willing to pay the same, if not more, for these video shoots than they were for the animation video. And maybe part of that is I wasn't very good at like selling the product because I was so new. Um, but I just found it so much easier to market these videos. And so I slowly started drifting into the route of video production. And to be honest, I preferred it better anyhow. When it came to animation, it was a lot of computer work, a lot of long nights, just kind of grinding away on the computer. And, you know, if I was doing that maybe once a week, it wasn't too bad. But when you're doing that every single day for 40 to 60 hours and you're constantly staring at a screen, 
it's a little hard. And so when I started doing the video stuff and realized, you know, I got to travel, I got to go to these cool businesses, learn about their business, meet new people. Um, I just was like so in love with it, you know, and I just really enjoyed it. So I just kind of was doing that freelance wise. And then about a year into that, um, I started shooting a video for a wedding studio local to the area. And um, it was it was a great starting point. They, they had me doing like two or three weddings a weekend, but it was a very kind of cookie cutter approach to the wedding. So, you know, we'd show up just kind of two cameras, um, keep it wide, not doing much with audio, with lighting. Um, actually, we were we were one of those videographers with the big camcorder and the light on top of the camcorder, you know, that one that a lot of the guests hate because <laughs> you're, you're, you're kind of just like blinding them with your light on the dance floor. And we were one of those videographers, kind of the more traditional old school style. But it was great because what I would do is I would observe the other wedding vendors. So I would be watching what the DJ does and talk to him about his business and things like that. And then watch what the photographer is doing with the lighting and the composition. And I, and I learned very fast. And I was like, you know, I want to take some of these creative things that I'm learning from the photographer and what I'm doing in my freelance work and apply that to weddings. So after doing that for um, a couple years, um, I started then shooting some of my own weddings. And um, I had my friend David, you know, we were kind of shooting together. Um, we met at the studio and we started kind of, you know, shooting some weddings together and shooting video. And um, I guess, you know, we would do a wedding and they would refer us to one of their friends. So I guess we did a pretty good job. And so we would just kind of keep doing that. And we kind of just built the business off of referrals. And so about, I would say maybe like 2014, 2015, we, we got, we made it a little bit more serious. We got it, you know, incorporated, you know, got the, the business bank account, got all that kind of set up. And then we were off to the races and a lot of our work was based off of referrals. And that's just kind of how things have gone. And we really tried to kind of pride ourselves in the the quality and the customer service we give to our clients. I know a lot of people say things like that, but you know, we really want them to feel like what they're getting is this unique keepsake, you know, family heirloom, if you will. Um, and, and that's really important to us. Like we, we really want them to see the value in what we do. You know, we know that not every, uh, couple is for us and that's fine. You know, the couples we're looking for, sometimes the video is almost the most important thing to them. Like they would rather, you know, get married in a, small little banquet hall or like a backyard if it means that they could have us for their video um you know the video is sometimes like the you know the most important thing on their list and so those are our kind of clients and those are the kinds that we've always meshed really well with so yeah i don't i'm not sure what else i want to add um you know we'll, we'll get more into you know my business and some things we've done to help grow and you know, things that I have found that works really well. But really with this podcast, I want to focus in on the people we bring on as guests. Every episode, you know, I, I hope to bring on at least one other person, if not multiple people, to discuss something. So, you know, some of the topics I've been kind of playing around with are, you know, CRMs and staying organized and then social media, which, you know, there could be different topics off of just that social media topic, you know, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Clubhouse, whatever it is, whatever is kind of current. Just talking to people that I know that are doing a great job and just killing it in the wedding industry and just kind of learning some of their secrets that they have 
and getting a better idea of how they're doing what they're doing. So I'm kind of new to this podcast thing. I might kind of ramble on a little bit. I'm going to try to get better at that. I have a tendency to talk a little too much. You know, really what I want to do is I want to kind of quiet myself and to listen to you know these other people and what they have to say. And hopefully we can all learn something from it. Um, I'm doing this for others, but I'm also kind of doing it for myself, you know, just to be able to have these cool one-on-one conversations with people and to really discuss um, the ins and outs of the wedding industry. I, I want to thank you again for joining me on this journey and let's get started.